Greetings, nerds. This is Scene and Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this Thursday evening? I'm doing fine. That's good. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's November, and next yeah. week is Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Happy, happy Thanksgiving early. Happy early Thanksgiving. We have to do this and get this out of the way since we won't be recording next week. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Holiday break. <laughs> Holiday break is always good, uh, and uh, looking forward to watching some new things next week. We got a new Hawkeye coming out next Wednesday, so uh, have some fun things to talk about when we return. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. then just piss us off. But at Marvel yeah. TV shows have not done that. I mean, we <laughs> the yeah. beginning of Wandavision was questionable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. But I think a lot of things that happened at the beginning of this year were very questionable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 2021, yes. after all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But but thankfully, uh, things, I don't know, things are, at least, on, on, at least in the entertainment side of things, things are on an upswing. Other things, well, we'll, we, we'll, we'll leave that discussion for another day. <laughs> Yeah, they they're in an upswing and things that I feel as though we've been talking about for at least two years plus are starting yep. to actually come to theaters and some people are going, some people are not. Mm-hmm. Um, and one person who I feel like has been at in the middle of this storm um, is my, Michael Keaton, who... Yep. Um, apparently was on Jimmy Kimmel Live and said that he is returning as Vulture. Now, did he make that clear about No Way Home? Yeah, so he was very cagey about, he just kind of blurted it out. So they were talking, he was there to promote another project that he is uh, associated with, obviously. And then, of course, they talked about The Flash and, and all but he so Kimmel tried to get him to spill some news on in a, you know anything and 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 spoilers for the flash and 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 also uh for Morbius because he's you know he is going to be vulture in Morbius mm-hmm. and then while he was they were talking Keaton dropped no oh, by the way I'm tomorrow I'm going to be filming some scenes as vulture tomorrow meeting today so uh yeah so for mystery project it could it be you know we did see that dr strange is in the process of doing some reshoots okay yeah so one theory is i I just i just want to under like michael keaton it's so funny to me how he's he definitely had the kianasans Mm-hmm. Totally. And now he's just dipping his hand into both of these big franchise franchises with Marvel on one side and DC on the other. And I'm just like, dude, you're living the life. Yeah, he yeah. is. He totally yeah. is. Yeah. You get to you get to go hang out in the Batcave one day, and then another day you get to just be surrounded by teenagers running around in spandex yep. <laughs> well i guess that ha- would happen in both worlds but that i couldn't really worlds. figure out like spider-man doesn't really have a bad cave he just yeah. has his bedroom he has his bedroom i can't you know <laughs> speaking of, yeah speaking of teenagers spandex you know it's hard to believe that 
Tom Holland is like 25. Because, yeah, but getting back to Keaton. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it could be the, um, like I said, it could be more reshoots for Doctor Strange. I mean, I think it's too late for any, obviously, No Way Home is in the can. So uh, I doubt that they will be adding that unless they're doing it maybe an end credit, possibly. You really want me to speculate. I do. <laughs> you really want me to speculate. I do. Help me out here. Help me out here. <laughs> I don't I don't know what they're doing. If they do an end credit, okay, cool. Yeah. I I I actually I don't know. I I think I think you saved the vulture for for Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I, at this point and and this is a perfect segue into the main topic at least for the news portion. Um because the No Way Home trailer number two dropped. I was forced against my will to watch it multiple times. <laughs> um, I, the, the thing is, um, I, I watched it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the, the cast react. Yeah. That should have been the trailer. <laughs> that, yeah, totally. <laughs> just done that. Because <laughs> that was so... Funny to me to watch them and for especially to just just stare daggers at Zendaya and Tom mm-hmm. because they're obviously dating and it's yep. just like like you can tell <laughs> like okay we're sitting too close oh no but now it's so now it's so <laughs> um and and that they're really excited for it um I just I think that if you haven't watched that, I recommend watching it because it's really cute. <laughs> it is. And um, overall, the trailer it's the trailer's fine. I, me and Will have a disagreement here because I feel like this trailer gave away a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and and maybe I'm just I'm just looking at this after experiencing what the Eternals trailer did to me. Mm-hmm. Um, in my viewing experience of that movie, <laughs> ruined it for me. <laughs> ruined, it didn't ruin the whole movie for me. It ruined a very specific part that was supposed to be a mystery. And I'm like, um, did you watch the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but overall, I just I feel as though we got we got a lot of the third act, the whole thing of. Um, Doctor Strange and Peter going against each other at how to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a surprise. And now I'm like, okay, so that's act two. And and I don't know. It's just it just feels as though it gave away a bit too much. See, I I, I hear you and I I think it I think it gives more context to what the plot is about, but exactly. it's way too much way. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a visual synopsis. Will, and, will, yeah. will, 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 <laughs> will. You know what? You can, you can try to tell me that you're never going to convince me. No. I know I'm not. I'm not trying to convince you. I, I know you're. You're. You are locked into this position, and I'm. I, and and I. I would. I would not try to do so. I, I respect you too much, uh, to to try to convince you otherwise. But I think. It, yeah, but this is this is a true, honest to goodness nerd disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, f- for my part, I think 
I think the trailer didn't give too much away. I think the way that they structured this thing, not even getting into all the crazy batshit theories that are out there about the editing out of the of the scaffolding with you know the with the Brazilian trailer and and lizard and and all that. I'm not even gonna go there, but um, but I think to your point with Strange, for example, and the saying you know. With, you know, with him putting up against Peter and saying that there's too many coming and that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, is that the second act? Most likely, but I could also see you know where it could easily have fit into the first act because, I mean, I, you know, there's a there's 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 still a lot of elements that they did not give away. One, how did Peter? You know, when we left Peter and Far From Home, he was. You know, he was outed by Jay Jonah. And then, of course, you know, the first trailer did share some of the things in, in the first trailer that he, he's out of jail. And, you know, one of the things, you know, everybody's like diving in thinking that this is how Matt Murdock was is going to come in. I'm actually thinking that this may be a way that they introduce She-Hulk because, you know, Jessica Waters is an attorney and she represents Metas. So mm-hmm. so I'm thinking that I think everybody's chasing the Matt Murdoch lane. I'm I'm thinking, you know, get, especially given that She Hulk is going to be coming out next year. This is a a, a, a way like they did at the end of Eternals to to, to drop in a character uh in context uh, instead of you know so you know there's that piece. Uh and I know the first trailer did share some of that but you know the second trailer didn't really get into more of that and then basically the other reason why i disagree with you is i feel like the posters pretty much confirmed all the people that they showed in the trailer other than yeah i'm not i'm not angry about that yeah 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 so i think so that's why i don't think it gives anything the posters the rumors and the speculations for months have confirmed all of that (laughs) yeah yeah no i mean just basically the only thing at this point yeah i mean it yeah, is it? I mean, it's going to be Willem Dafoe, obviously, as far as Goblin. It's not going to be um, Jameson or anything, but. Uh, um. Yeah, I I just, I don't know. I feel like I got a good picture of what the third act's going to be, what the second act is going to be, and the first trailer showed ex- what the first act is going to be. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know. I just, I don't, it just, there was something about the way that that was put together and where I'm like. Mm. yeah okay sony i've seen these trailers before yeah true um and now you just explained to me how like we've been running down the daredevil thing and we should be thinking about she hulk and so when she shows up i'm gonna be like damn it will can't have anything (laughs) they didn't even show that in the trailer they tried to save that and will just ruined it because he had to analyze the trailer so sorry anything else you want to spoil about this movie uh yeah, Tom and Tom and uh, Toby and Andrew don't show up. It's stock footage. That's that's my uh, that uh, that's my theory that I put out there a couple of days ago, and I'm sticking to I it. I know, and you yeah. know what I said when I saw that? I was like, "Damn it, Will, you're gonna be right, <laughs> and it's gonna be ruined for me. <laughs> I can't have nice things." I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I actually, I really like that theory because um, I don't really know if I want to see them in the movie. Yeah. Like having the villains is enough. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, something I did find very interesting and, and was kind of annoyed because it gave away too much is that, that understanding or that explanation that, uh, strange gives to Peter of saying like, these are ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was just like, Oh, that's, Ooh, so we're going to have some morality thing. And so yeah. I like how they're like, and we've talked about this before is that we, this genre is so extensive and these stories that, that they tend to follow some of the same beats. I mean, you have the whole double identity trope mm-hmm. and then you also have this idea of, um, to be a hero, you have to stoop as low as the villain. Right. And, and the whole killing process. And so I find it interesting um, that they pointed that out in the trailer. And then that leads me to think that they're going to deal a lot with the whole idea of, of Peter, who's a very optimistic superhero. Um, will he have to kill somebody? or? Yeah. Um, or what does it mean to save everyone? Like what sacrifice will he have to make? Right. Um, so, so overall, um, I'm still excited for the movie. I don't, I don't think that I will ever not be excited for this movie. Um, and, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We got Hawkeye next week. So let's, let's take it one Marvel thing at a time, people. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, talked about that. Talked about that. Um, so Disney Plus Day, Will was looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. He's, he's very angry about it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, really? I even like tweeted you that day. I was like, oh, the Comic Con Comic Con was more exciting. <laughs> at least, at least in presentation. At least, at least, yeah. Content-wise, I mean, we got we got some good stuff, Marvel stuff, but <laughs> anything stand out in particular? Because I frankly for have forgotten about that, and then I'm reading the rundown and remembered. Yeah, so I think the for for those folks who have Disney Plus, and I'm sure uh, most of our listeners who probably do, obviously, uh, we the one thing that did was of note. On Disney Plus Day was the a little featurette that they had for uh, Marvel and gave us some some footage for the upcoming uh, Moon Knight and uh, Miss Marvel and, and She Hulk and, and and you know confirmed that they all are coming in 2022. Uh, Miss Marvel actually I, I know I had gotten some information and she was it was coming out in the fall. It's actually coming out in the summer uh, for Miss Marvel. And um, you know, all all of those series look look very look very promising, and and then the other yeah you know then of course confirmed Echo the Hulk, you know speaking of Hawkeye we you know the, that that will be a spinoff of it so I know a lot of fans are looking forward to to that in particular given that uh, Maya Lopez is uh, you know deaf um, superhero and she actually is the uh, daughter of Kingpin adopted daughter of Kingpin. Okay. So, you know, so there, you know, so that was confirmed. And then, I mean, there were like 12 things they dropped in that. And they didn't even include like things like Armor Armor War, War and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which I know uh, James Gunn, I think, tweeted some maybe a few weeks ago that they were filming that. And um, 
Yeah, and then of course, you know, for the X Men the animated series fans, uh, you know, that's gonna have a revival of that. So I thought that was pretty pretty notable. But yeah, so Marvel had a lot of great things. Star Wars, you know, we talked about it last week because of the the trailer leak, <laughs> the sizzle reel leak. Wait, so, wait, so wait, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. Let's not let's not yeah. gloss over because we have yeah. talked about X Men the yeah. animated TV show yeah. and. My desire for them to get Rogue and Gambit right on the big mm. screen. So you're telling me that it's not just that they're going to release those episodes on Disney Plus, but they are reviving that. And twenty, show? and yeah, it's supposed to come in 2023. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably not watch it, but I'm still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, you know what? I actually might check that out because I just, for some reason, like that show, the the amazing Spider-Man TV show, animated series, the Batman, like those three cartoons yeah. in the 90s, I, it just, it was, I have very fond memories of yeah. those. I don't know why. Oh, I do too. I do, I do as well. Yeah, they're they're just classics. So I mean, I saw like X Men ninety, and I was like, oh, okay, so those sh that show will be on. But but you just my, made my night because I did not realize they were reviving it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Many of the voice actors from the original cast will be returning to it as well, and um, yeah, it'll be some new stories. So yeah, it's not just just dropping the old five seasons on Disney Plus. It's going to be a revival. So that was that was what was so notable about that. So when when I saw that, I, I definitely wanted to make a note of that one because I know we've talked about that. Yeah, and he was just going to sneak it in here and go <laughs> on and talk about Star Wars. We've talked enough about Star Wars. Yeah, we yeah. haven't talked about X Men in a while. Probably we haven't. the last few movies have sucked. Yeah, I haven't exactly. watched. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't either. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. All right. Yeah, so that, that's Disney Plus things day. that we have watched. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about Batwoman because yeah. Will, you're confusing the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I am so confused because one week I'm like, oh, Mary's gonna be poison ivy, and you're like, no, she's not, and I'm like, okay, and then this week happens, and I'm like, I was wrong. So she is. So she. So it's building on the theme that we've seen all season, which knockoffs. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But she is. <laughs> but she. So yeah, she embodies, I guess, elements of Poison Ivy's personality. Yeah, which is a little, which is a little variation from. The other knockoffs that we've seen up to this point. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. I have some thoughts here. Yeah. I have some thoughts because you know, you know me, Mary. Mary's my girl on this show. Oh, yeah. Mine and too. um. So first things first. Yeah. I love the last scene. Mm. Um, because Mary and Alice over the past seasons, very tumultuous relationship. Um, yeah. but to see, see the Ivy and Mary come out mm -hmm. and suddenly it's like, it's like Harley and Ivory. Yep. 
Okay. I like that. <laughs> and 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 they're just going on the road. Now, I do question this whole road trip, considering that last I heard, Alice had nanobots in her skin, and yeah. so they can track her. True. So I don't, I don't really, I don't know if the ivy has made Mary stupid, but it's just a little minor detail. I also question <laughs> the whole showdown <laughs> between Ryan and Mary. Yeah. <laughs> because... All she did was just wrap Ryan up in 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 the ivy mm-hmm. and then left, it, but just nonchalantly like walked out and the police were surrounding the building. So I don't I don't know. There was some weird editing happening. It wasn't wasn't really face off, but um this is a clear setup episode for a bigger like mid season finale. Yep. Um when are they going to give me a writing credit? Oh, I know. I was, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Sarah called it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I would have handled this whole thing a little bit differently to make it not come out of nowhere. But <laughs> this whole thing between Montoya and Sophie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You called it. I was like, well, yeah. So I was like, dang it. I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, you, you, you say sometimes you don't call things, but you call this one. <laughs> I, I know, which is scary. I should not be calling things because I'm not the, not the best writer <laughs> here. It's just, um, this is just melodrama. And, yeah. and I don't know. I, um, last week's episode made a little bit more sense. And I have a more appreciation because of, what happened in this week's episode. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like all of the characters had motivations stemming mm-hmm. from last week, the events of last week that made their actions in this week's episode a, have a lot more made a lot more sense. Yeah. And and it felt like a natural progression to where we leave everyone at the end of it. Uh, agreed. I completely agree with you on that. Um because yeah, because I, I was last week's episode was you know it was it, it was okay. I mean, I, but it was starting you know I was starting to be like, and we talked about this how these these run of the mill villains uh, knockoffs were starting to get a little repetitive. But then we get you know we finally you know get to Mary and 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 learned that she was uh, affected by. Uh, Poison Ivy, and and then you know the whole dynamic between Ryan and Sophie and and Jada, and and it really um, you know how that how that episode ended, and then you know I forgot about Virgil uh, until until they brought him up again this episode uh, as far as being the one who sold uh, Jet the the um, freeze formula. Mm-hmm. So that she could help Marquise. And so, yeah, so all the, you know, so all these, I have to hand it to the writers. They, they did it. They've done a really good job of setting all the pieces up uh, on the, on the chessboard for, um, you know, to, to your point, you know, to, that, that really explained a lot of the, the actions that occurred this week, even though Ryan did have shades of, of Barry Allen, you know, a la, you know, seasons one through seven um, of not, 
being completely honest with everyone and you know and, and then the consequences of that blowing up in their face uh with their relationship with sophie yeah yeah i i agree i i didn't think about that comparison initially but now that you said it definitely ryan is going through what a lot of the main characters of these types of shows go through where mm -hmm. they suddenly become very smart in one scene and very dumb <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just a lot of like, okay, Ryan. So, so remember for the last few episodes where you hated your mom, mm -hmm. and then you have one heart to heart, and you find out this thing about your brother, which also you haven't really confirmed. She could have been making it all up. Exactly. Well, I guess you watched the videotapes, but still. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and now all of a sudden you're just you're being all mommy dearest and mm -hmm. and. The, uh, the so I so like we said they've done a very good job placing the pieces. Yeah. This whole thing though with Sophie and Ryan was so rushed mm -hmm. that to me <laughs> I'm like oh okay yeah. so one moment they have a quote unquote semi weird first date which isn't really first date. And then in the next episode, they get mad at each other, and Sophie just goes and hooks up with Montoya. Yeah. Okay. So I see what you're doing. It's just that it's a bit rushed. I agree. I uh -huh. agree. Yeah. I mean, we, we. I mean, they were flirting, and we saw the looks and those kind of things. So I mean, it, so from that standpoint, it. We we you know we from. The, Beginning of the season, we were we were gonna we said they were gonna hook up, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, it does the pace because they only only have thirteen episodes. It's just like we went from like, you know, flirty glances to like angry, bitter love triangle, like in zero to sixty. <laughs> yeah, and there's really no 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 emotional stakes to it mm -hmm. because Ryan and Sophie we're only doing that this season. Right. So right. it's, it's, yeah. I yeah. don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I, you're right. Cause they were, they were, they were, yeah, cause they were antagonistic last year because of all the, you know, she was with the crows and, and Kate and, uh, Kate and Kate. <laughs> yeah, this is a big elephant room, Kate. Yeah. So they were just, yeah, it, it did happen very, very quickly to be with the emotional responses that Sophie had, um yeah it, it it seemed it it did seem pretty rushed yeah even how they left sophie and kate because mm. that was a huge makeout session yeah yeah and then the season starts yeah so it's just it's very it's very strange um that that they're they're really moving forward with this love triangle angle even though we haven't we we don't have enough history between Ryan and Sophie for mm -hmm. it to really feel like a love triangle and more just like Sophie's trying to figure out a way where she gets screened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I feel I mean Megan Tandy Tandy's a great she's a really good actress. Oh and, yeah. And and I just feel like the material that they're giving her this year compared to I mean, she's always, I mean, I guess, I guess 
it's not new because I guess in the past she was having these same kind of relationship things with Kate. And when I think back to the first season, cause Definitely. yeah, cause you know, she was married, you know, wasn't being honest with herself and, you know, and, and or maybe she, or at that point she identified as bi, I don't know, or maybe she still does, but in any event, they had this, this thing with Kate and now they just, they grafted it on to Ryan. It's just like, okay, Basically, Sophie is is Batwoman's, you know, lover at 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 the end of the day. Whether it's Kate, whether it's Ryan, that's 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 one of their focuses on this show. And I feel that there's a, a lot more to her, and I'm glad they're starting to flesh some of those other elements out, especially given the fallout from the crows. Which you know, I thought the scene between Montoya and, and Sophie. Um, you know, really stood out to me this week with whenever they had their 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 back and forth because you know Montoya you know is like down in, literally in the basement of Gotham P- PD. Sophie also had a similar fall from grace, even though she willingly chose to leave the the crows. But you know she's kind of adrift now as far as her being in a you know what is she. You know, as far as her day job, I mean, what's she what is she doing to pay the bills? <laughs> you know, so seriously, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we need this question answered before yeah. the end of the season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, I, and I think she, they, I think that overall the trajectory is, she, we're gonna find her back again in some kind of police type position mm-hmm. because that's where Sophie works best. In yeah. terms of being a foil to, I don't want to see her part of the bat crew. No, no, no. She, she, stay she out knows the secret. That's fine. Let her be yeah. Commissioner Gordon type. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because oh. even though Montoya is doing a pretty good job being that type this season, I have to mm. say, mm-hmm. but she just needs to be able to represent the other side of the of the. Being a vigilante, there needs yeah. to be some kind of clash of perspectives here. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but yeah, I, I guess they're they're more focused on the whole business angle this season with the double identity. Yeah, they are. They are. Ryan being Bat, um, Batman's daughter. Um, <laughs> keep that up. Keep that up. Keep it going. Keep um, it going. Yep. Yeah, I think that's about it for Batwoman this week. Yeah, yeah. Anything about? I mean, yeah. I I, I did want to don't want to gloss over Mary too much. I mean, I think we talked about it some, but but one another little quick note with how um, how Mary was neglected coming by both Luke and Ryan definitely came back to bite them in the ass this week. Uh, and it, because obviously I was thinking while I was watching that whole thing played out, it's like, if they had just spent just a few minutes and even, and even Alice called him out on it, like a few, or maybe, you know, or Mary, just a few minutes, whenever she had all those other little issues early on, especially whenever she was first taken by poison Ivy into the jungle, into the, mm-hmm. you know, into the vines uh, a few episodes back. Then you know maybe they could have you know cut it off before before we got to this point, but you yeah. know it's funny how um, during that that face off or whatever you want to call it between Ivy and Batwoman, I was thinking about how like 
it's not just that Mary is suddenly a villain. Mm -hmm. She's a villain with a power. Yeah. Like a a substantial meta power Mm -hmm. that neither, like Alice doesn't really have a power. Alice is just Alice. I don't know how you describe her. Yeah. She's very smart. Yeah. Um, She's also very statistic. And then, and then you have Batwoman who who doesn't really have a power either. She just has a bat suit. Mm-hmm. So, so I just I I found that to be interesting for for Mary, who's who's been that that type. She's the healer, and she's the more of the the straight woman, especially since now Luke is suiting up. Yeah, and suddenly they move her into this position where she's the villain. But the meta villain, I, the, I, I, I like that angle, and I'm mm-hmm. curious of how long it's going to last. Yeah. Um, how long they're going to stretch this out for? I hope it's not like a one or two episode thing. I hope it's the actual yeah. arc. I hope so. I hope so. Especially given that Poison Ivy proper is going to be a recurring character, so they, this, what's happened to Mary could have some legs for for a good, you know, at least two, three. More than just one episode, one off episode. I, I do hope that, you know, when we get the mid-season finale next week, we you know, we ended on a note where hopefully she doesn't come back to being on the good side. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, you know, I do, like you, I hope it carries forward until at least episode ten. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and um, the last thing is that this episode again proves these episodes work. When Alice works within the narrative, yes, yes. So, so it's always a better episode when when we feel like we're all watching the same show and everyone's interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. So, I like like I I agree with you. The trope of the whole um, bootlegged version of these rogues are getting is getting tiresome. But um, this episode makes me have hope that no, it's all building to something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I so. think we're yeah. It's we're we're safe. We are we're we're in poison ivy land now. I, I don't think we'll we may have because I mean I think as far as the the missing bat gadget uh, uh, missing bat trophies, I think most of them have been recovered. So yeah. So now we're we're at the big one, poison ivy. Yeah, well, never say never because these types yeah. of shows love to reuse villains. True, true. true. <laughs> That's a perfect segue into the Flash. Yes. Um. <laughs> why don't you share your thoughts first while okay. I look at my random thoughts that I made on this rundown? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. So the Flash. I. So I will. Well, we'll just start out by saying they beat the 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 theme of level up to death in this episode. Yeah. But but that being said, I didn't mind it because they actually did. Uh, compared to where I was ready to throw in a towel with this series last season, and uh, all you guys listening know that I was pissed. I mean, I got to the point where I actually, uh, there's still two episodes from last season I still haven't watched and never will. Um, <laughs> don't don't care to, don't want to. Um, and I was, you know, as I'm, you know, I'm a ride or die fan with this show. 
And so I really know what was it a, a opener that like blew my socks off as far as just like, oh, this is so freaking awesome. I can't believe they did this. No, it wasn't that. But after and I was tweeting with one of our listeners uh, about this is like after eight seasons, Barry finally is at his fullest potential. He is the Flash. I mean, that was like it took him. Well, it took him eight years to get there, but you know, we saw, we saw. Whenever we got this show, we, we you know, we we wanted to get to, uh, th- this version of Barry Allen, where he, his capabilities physically in the Speed Force were were used to his fullest potential, and we saw that this week. And you know, we. Will it continue, or will we have some relapses to, you know, Dumbberry? I don't know. We probably will. But, you know, from that standpoint, yes, we leveled up. I think they also leveled up storytelling-wise because they cut – I mean, I think it was good having Ray Palmer as the first person to, to come into this this, this, this 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 graphic novel because Ray, even thinking back to earlier seasons on the show, when Ray always felt, fit in better – on, on the flash than he did on arrow uh just just the type of personality that he is and mm-hmm. and so yeah so it, like you're like you have in your in your show note here yeah ray, ray would definitely be the person who would prevent any baby making action yes he would <laughs> uh, yeah um <clears throat> so while will loves to see the best in this show for whatever reason i'm still negative yeah. nancy about it i, I just yeah. I get distracted by things. Yeah. Um, the riddles of the Flash universe. Like, when the heck did they redesign Jitters? Yes. Or are they going to a new shop? Like, what was that coffee shop? This is this is what I really want to know. This is what I yeah. watched Flash for. Okay. <laughs> Jitters has apparently been remodeled, up upgraded, whatever. Yeah. Level um, up. <laughs> I found it very peculiar how you start off your season with a conversation between the t- two yes. lead actors about Frost love life yeah, and the fact that Caitlin suddenly wants to put her heart back out there mm-hmm. okay that has worked out so well for Caitlin in the past 20 <laughs> seasons yeah. I can only imagine where that's going to lead mm-hmm. um, and then we have this whole journalism plot point yeah. because yeah. Iris has also like suddenly become this huge mega journalist lowest lane level has her own podcast yep. big competition thing with allegra okay and then we got Ooh. Ray coming in baby making action put on hold um yeah i just it's yeah. it's i i want so much to be like you know what it was kind of refreshing for them to just act as though we needed no exposition about what happened last season (laughs) (laughs) and they're just like well things happened last season but we're not going to talk about that instead we're going to just act like things have been going smoothly for so long for all of us (laughs) yeah yeah we're all just leveling up leveling up left and right (laughs) yeah we are we are i'm glad but yeah i mean like i said i I wanted i don't get don't i I always i try to be balanced in my in my approach with this show because yes I, i i talked about the things i liked and you and and you brought in a couple that I did have some issues with. One, Iris and the cronyism, uh-huh. uh huh, with Allegra. I mean, 
this character still doesn't work for me. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, there's nothing. I don't. You know, it's nothing against the actress who portrays her or anything like that. It's just they are trying to find a place for this character, and sometimes you just need to like, especially you know, they elevated this character to a regular status, but you know, maybe it'd be better just to put them back on recurring because this that was one of the flaws I felt that was with this episode because I, I saw where, you know, I saw where they were trying to go with Iris and making her the managing editor or whatever, but it, it reeks, of, you know, if you're trying to like get the rest of the, your, your, your mega, you know, your Iris Co empire to respect this person, you just, she just like, Iris un- just, undercut her from the very beginning i mean they're never going to respect her um it, it, just it was just was so like, unrealistic yeah it was just like yeah yeah it was just a random storyline to to put insert into an episode that is supposed to set off this big five episode arc mm-hmm. and that's where it just became like okay guys this isn't a episode of the week why are we having this random b plot with allegra and iris (laughs) it's good that iris is doing so well but we don't need this we could spend more time actually um, maybe have have something relevant to the overall um theme of this five episodes i don't know it's just odd it's so much of this episode felt more like an every like like an early season episode that you would get in the flash season yeah. as opposed to a part of a five episode arc right right and i think yeah and i think that and it was intentional for sure i mean i, I it was i think they wanted to start start off low like like you said you know where did we miss the exposition about why despero is so intent on killing barry uh, you know, we get the cold open at the start off the season, uh-huh. you know, as far as we're in 2031. Right. And then, and then we get the, the last like 10 minutes of the episode or what, 15 minutes of the episode or so of, of this show off at the, at the tech expo. Right. And it's just sort of like, and then Barry does his, you know. And then Will's favorite, there's a speech that there's saves a speech. the day. Yeah, well, the speech that, I guess, I guess the speech, that, this time it just kicked things down the road a week. Oh, which ultimately <laughs> means saves the day. <laughs> saves the day. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't, I don't they know. did that part, I was like, oh, Will's dying right now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. Well, part of me was just like, you're just, you know, Barry probably already knows who that you're the Flash. I mean, I don't think it's like anything earth shattering here. So, so my question to Barry is to talk about how Barry's clearly leveled up, and then within the last ten minutes of this episode, he gets really stupid because you have someone coming from the future telling you, "Hey, dude, I've seen what you've done." You've created an like this Armageddon, this big event, and you're going to destroy this world. So I have to kill you, mm-hmm. Barry, 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 yeah. Barry. 
you know who the what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> do not play coy. Do not be like, oh, I don't know why he would think that, or will I? It's like, no, 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 yeah. no. You've been around for eight seasons. Yeah, true. So you know. Uh, yeah. Go and dig up Wells' body, okay? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So he leveled up physically for sure, uh, for the most part. At least, and and at least, he at least he leveled up dealing with like the the rando villain of the week, or or you know this, this the uh, royal flush gang, which actually uh, they're one or they're one card short of a royal flush, but we won't go. <laughs> but that's no, no, yeah. no puns. <laughs> like I don't know what was worse. I don't know if like. You could play a drinking game with how many times they say level up in this episode, or you could t- play a drinking game with all of the card puns. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. And they weren't <laughs> even clever. They weren't yeah. even clever. Yeah. Yeah. B- thanks for bringing me down <laughs> to reality. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, but like I said, it, 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 but it, you have to admit, it's a thousand times better than what we saw last season. I frankly don't remember last season. Exactly, and that's that's probably so that's probably a good, that's probably a good thing. Start, yeah. If if I ever needed some exposition about what happened last season and the ramifications, it would have been in this episode because yeah. I was sitting here just like. Even well, that's just it. Even the creators were like, "We we shit the place last week, last year, and let's just let's just move on." There's, well, technically, it was earlier this week because of the whole scheduling yeah, thing. But yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah, just, but... it, it was fine. Overall, I feel as though it was fine. Yeah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> Elseworlds is still, like, has set the bar so high for me yeah. with these big crossover events. Yeah. And with that, with that arc, I remember we, like, jumped immediately into the action. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But this uh, is a flash. Yeah. And I knew, um, yeah. And I knew Eric Wallace has been, he's been, every interview I've read, he's he's been making to your, yeah, I'm glad you brought up about the crossover. He's been like falling over himself telling people it's not a crossover. It's, 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 it's an event. And, and, you know, it, it, it's, I guess it's more like, and he, and, he, and he even tried to distinguish it from, you know, the, the episodes that we had Barry and Oliver together or Barry and Cara together whenever Flash went over to Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but I'm like, dude, you know, just, just it's okay. You don't you don't need to be defensive about every little thing. It's if okay. it's bad, that's fine. Yeah. I still would argue you I would have maybe made this a more climactic episode rather than focusing on the world of journalism and Frost's love life, who we don't see Frost at all in this yeah. episode. I yeah. also, did we see Caitlin maybe once or twice? Anyway. We Kate- anyway. Yeah, we yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm sure all this, uh, you know, when I actually, when it, just to close out the jitters point, when I actually saw them in the coffee shop together, I was thinking all the snowberry shippers were probably just like, just, collectively we're just pissed because that's not Barry and Caitlin having a lovingly coffee together. <laughs> are there even Snowberry like shippers anymore? They're still out there. Yes. They are Jesus. still out there. Yeah. Man, They're... that's like the Lulliver shifters. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, until next time. 
<laughs> I had no way to end this. <laughs> yeah, 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 we so covered all of the so, big points about this episode. Yeah. Things week. that went well, things that yeah. went uh, the Royal Flesh Gang. Um, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me. Looking forward to seeing uh, Black Lightning next week on The Flash. Uh, you can find me at Will and Polk on Twitter. That's W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at CNN Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And visit our website, www.cnnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. 